Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. I'm Amanda Quinn, and on today's podcast, Laura Jackson is not joining me because instead I have a super special guest. I have the amazing Christy Braun joining me. Hi, Christy. Hi. How are you today? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Um, So, guys, today I've got Christy on because we are going to be talking specifically about natural beauty products and specifically about, like, how that can, like, affect your life or, you know, the differences between them and, like, you know, the the regular sort of store-bought brands and things like that. So I'm really excited about this because I think this is something that I've been personally diving into a lot more is like understanding because, I mean, fitness is so important to me and nutrition is so important to me and overall health is, but sometimes we don't think about the products that we're putting on our bodies and how that could actually have a negative impact on all of the positive things that we're trying to do in our lives. And so I feel like, you know, I've been trying to pay more attention to it, but I'm not like hundred percent there. I don't think in terms of understanding everything. So having you on today, Christy is really exciting because I know that you, this is like your jam. Like this is like the thing that you love to do, right? It is. It, yes, totally. <laughs> My awesome projects. So. Yeah, no, awesome. Um, so we're going to dive in. And I first just want to start off by asking you, like, what is it that made you, because like, you know, I just explained, like, for me, it's like just understanding how all of these things are impacting my life. But what made you specifically interested in natural healthcare and beauty products in the beginning, like before you really got, kind of dove into it? What was the thing that really spiked that interest for you? So um, almost a decade ago, I owned a fitness franchise. So I was teaching fitness, you know, mm-hmm. times a week and things like that. Um, was eating healthy. Everything is good. You know, we had our little organic garden on our condo patio. Cute. Salads <laughs> and everything. And uh, my husband and I have been married for a little bit. And we were starting to experience fertility issues. Mm-hmm. And being a health person you know in the health industry you're going how was this and um i'm also a legal assistant so for me the natural thing is to start researching right (laughs) diving in like how where does this come from and you know i'm eating clean and i'm exercising and those should be good enough so i started looking into just what i was using to clean with so household products Mm -hmm. and what I'm putting on my body. And when you start to go down that hole and start to learn about the different ingredients that are just surrounding us on a daily basis, even like what you're sitting on on your couch, it's sprayed with flame retardant, you know? And the impacts those sort of chemicals can have, um, it opens up your eyes and you can't unlearn that, right? So that's how I got interested in it in the beginning. Um, and then once my husband and I did get pregnant, I just carried it further because now I have to be really conscious about what I'm putting on my kids, right? And I don't want to contaminate their little bodies with all these chemicals that I'm learning about that are having negative impacts. So yeah, this whole journey started back, you know, almost a decade ago. 
So cool. I have a question for you. Like in terms of that, what were the things that you found like shocking about the chemicals that were being put into some of those products? Like, was there anything that you were like, Oh my gosh, like I've been using this forever. I cannot believe that this is in it. You know what I mean? Like, was there like some products that you just like were like completely like, Oh my gosh. Cause I know for me, like even when I, when I start looking into it and I start researching and stuff, I'm like, I do have that like shock factor. And then I also have this like misunderstanding. And I don't know, like probably a lot of our listeners have this too, where I'm like, why? why are companies doing this? Like, what is the reason behind them putting this stuff in their products? It's the same feeling I have around organic food. Like, don't even get me started on that. But the whole idea of like, how we have to pay more money for food without chemicals. Like, like to me, that's like, it's so crazy because it's like, wait, why are we paying so much more for all these things? And the same thing with natural beauty products. And we'll get into this a bit later, but like, you know, the cost is usually higher for them. And it's like, but why we'll get away from that right now. But like right now, like I want to understand, like, do you know why they put these things in there? And did you have any of those shocking factors like that happened for you that you were like, Oh my gosh, I, I never want to touch that product again. Oh, definitely. Definitely. At one point I wasn't even wearing makeup. Like I just, it was like, I just can't because there's so much in this whole, you know, it just, (laughs) It was so overwhelming and you just don't even know where to go with all the information. Right. Um, but why the companies are putting it in, mm-hmm. that it's cheap. It yeah. Cheap. And then there's also no regulations. Right. The industry is a billion, hundreds of billion dollar industry mm-hmm. and it's almost no regulations. So in crazy. Canada, if, yeah. Like in Canada, we have something called a hot list. And so we have about 700 ingredients that are, it's asked that companies don't use those 700 ingredients. And I say ask. 700, oh my gosh. But it's only like an ask list because there's, it's actually not written into law. So it's actually not enforceable if a company is to use one of those um, the government can't do anything about it. It can still be sold in Canada and it's not a big deal. Well, it's a big deal for us, but it's, it's like government has no regulation on it whatsoever. They're just kind of like, Oh, please fingers crossed that you don't put it in. That's a company just in the last couple months that, um, their eyeshadows were found to contain asbestos. So Canada, Oh my God, Canada can't recall those. They have to ask the company, and the company has to be willing to recall those products. Oh my god! Be made to recall them. So that's a huge problem. Like that is yeah. that this industry has over the consumer, right? Yeah. Power in this. The industry has all the power. So oh my god, what yeah. pro- what product? What company was it that was doing that? We can call them out. That's fine because I need to know. I need to know for my own. I don't wear eyeshadow, but I need to know just for like my people. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a like a tween company. Okay, I, it's a, I can send the link. We can post the link of the news articles because it's all in yeah. there. It was either Claire's or Justice, or maybe it was both. It, one of oh my the, gosh, yeah, that's marketing towards younger kids, right? But, so parents aren't going to buy their children a $25 eyeshadow palette, right? Right. $4.50, you know. Mm-hmm. So they need to make cheaper products, and they're allowed to. And so it ends up this one is containing asbestos because oh my God. it was not a clean supplier. So, you know, 
It was That's unbelievable. I mean, literally, like, if this interview stopped right now, I would still leave being like, I'm never buying any of those other products again. Like, I don't buy stuff at like those stores. But I mean, like, I'm like, already sold on the idea of like, okay, like, I just need to only buy natural beauty products. Like, and I don't really use a lot of makeup or anything. But like, I still just feel that way. Because just even from this one statement, because I'm like, that's so unbelievably like, mind blowing to me that companies would do that and just have no concern. The only concern is profit. And that, that is so sad rather than thinking about like quality and like human life and things like that. They're thinking about money and that's me. And you just said one of the key words, you said natural products. Like that's the other thing is the words natural, organic, pure, clean, green. They're not right. I could literally go take the oil out of my truck label it organic and sell it to you as a face oil and it's not regulated in the food industry those words are regulated oh okay because i was going to say i knew that in the food industry they were so that's why i was surprised i was looking at you like so puzzled because i'm like wait because i know in the food industry that's why a lot of companies don't use the word organic they use the word um like they'll say like no antibiotics on it but they won't actually say organic because they have to pay a certain amount just to have that organic stamp so like a lot of smaller companies won't use that because they just can't afford the cost associated to that word um, and for that like approval with FDA. But so with beauty, there is actually no regulation. So literally anybody can just say it and it's untrue. I do know, like, I mean, I noticed that even when, and I know we're sort of going off topic here, but we will get back to the questions I have. I just have so many questions. Um, but I do know, like, even when my daughter was born, that was one thing I was going to, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of the website. There's a website that I use that tracks like all of the different products and it t- gives you ratings on like the chemicals and like reactions in it. There's the Environmental Working Group, EWG. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, they have a big database, Skin Deep. And so you can go on, you log in your product and if your product is in their massive database, then it will come up with a rating and it breaks yeah. down all the chemicals and then comes up with an average it's either green yellow or red and then you can make a decision right yeah and it's a decision of what you're choosing so yeah we should be able to know what we're actually choosing Mm -hmm. just being handed this bottle of stuff that says oh yeah it's all natural but it's actually really got all these cancer causing ingredients so, crazy. you know, as oh my gosh, you should be making that decision. Yeah, no, that's definitely that. I mean, yeah, please do share the link with me so that I can put it in the blog post. So guys listening, if you are interested in learning about that article that um, Christy was talking about, make sure that you check the blog post so that you can check out the link. Okay. Um, okay. So moving on to more positive things, because we were kind of talking about the negative side, like with the, I guess, I don't know what to call it now. Is it like is it considered like natural health and beauty products? Like, what do you, what do you consider your category that you are sort of obsessed with? Cause I know you were saying like, it's not really like, it's not really regulated. So how do you define sort of what it is that you're obsessed with? Um, we're calling it clean beauty. Clean so, beauty? In the word clean because natural, pure, green, you know, those are all really overused. Yeah. Words. So clean beauty. Okay. We're trying to use clean beauty. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So why do you think, um, and I hope the answer is what I think it would be, but why do you think this is such a growing industry? Because I do feel like there's a lot more people like me who is like, who are like, okay, I need to know more about this and like starting to really pay attention and starting to be really grossed out about what's happening in the other 
side of things. Yeah. So, like, if you think back, think back to the 60s, right? Um, smoking, it was fine. Everybody smoked. It was all good. And then Jane Fonda and Jazzercise came out and all these <laughs> people came out and people started to take notice of their health, right? And their mm-hmm. fitness want to start exercising well move on and research started to catch up and okay this is actually helping with cardiovascular health everything like this and so smoking started to phase out right and then the next wave was our food we're starting to pay attention to what we're putting in our bodies right so now that moved on move on and we're talking organic we're talking gmo and non-gmo and things like this and people are starting to pay attention Mm -hmm. and but the media now it's just making everything you know it's instant you can see these things every second of the day rather than turning on the six o'clock news right right so here we come up with just one more step of things that either increase our health or decrease our health and what we're putting on our bodies is sort of the next wave of hold on because i'm doing i'm exercising i'm eating healthy. why am i still not you know at my optimal health and feeling amazing well, right. what being on our bodies and in inhaling every day and things like that right so mm-hmm. i think there is a movement there's also you know there's money to be made like i was talking about the greenwashing and the companies bringing in this movement but really people want to be educated and they're starting to be educated and companies like my company, which is Beauty Counter, that's really the crux of why we exist, is to educate other people, right? Yeah. We work our business in the model that we do because we're educating our friends and family because we don't want them to potentially get um, a disease, a preventable disease, because of the products they're using, right? So. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, sure. Yeah, because, I mean, any kind of long-term use of any of these products is, like that is going to increase your chances yes. of getting any of these diseases that could have been preventable in the long term. So it's definitely something that it's definitely like food for thought for anyone who's listening, who's like not really thought about these things. Like it's definitely worth the time to go and do some research and take some time to really like pay attention to the products, especially the ones that you're normally using on a day-to-day basis, like to research what it is that's actually in there. And if there's any kind of red flag, um, and if there is maybe just considering a different option for yeah. sure. Now, in terms of the major differences that someone might experience between using natural health and beauty products to their traditional ones, um, I know like some of the fears that sometimes people have is that they won't work as well or that they're going to, I don't know, like smell weird or like, or they just think it's like, they think it's not going to like last. Like I know, um, you know, like with natural deodorants or clean deodorants, we'll call it that. Like I know a lot of people worry that like, oh, they won't work or they won't, you know what I mean? Because like, oh, it's just like a natural product. It doesn't work. I have to use this crazy heavy, heavy chemical laden stuff and like whatever. So what are your thoughts around that? Like what are some of the major differences that you've um, seeing people experience between the two products when they've switched? I think, well, the whole fragrance issue is a big one. So maybe your smell that you really, really like won't be able to be created by an essential oil, mm-hmm. but then you won't be smelling and putting on phthalates and parabens every day, you know, that uh, when it comes to deodorant, I know that's a big one for my husband, right? Like, especially the men that, need that coverage and stuff yeah Uh, 
and as fitness instructors, right? Like I was going to say, I sweat like 24 yeah. seven. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm always like, I sound so disgusting now. I'm like, I'm always sweaty, <laughs> you know, cause like, I'm always like working out or like moving and like, I'm so active throughout my day that like, I'm like, that's always been one of my things. Like I know Laura, um, you know, she uses like natural deodorants and stuff that she has for years. And I was always like, mm, no, I have to use like this one. Cause like, this is the only one that works. But like, cause that's always just been a fear. I've never actually tried the natural ones. I probably should just try it. But I just, well, I know with deodorants for a lot of people, they have to experience sort of a detox period. Yeah. Um, the company called Kaya Naturals, they actually have a little detox package. So when you're switching over that thing, they do like a soap and a deodorant to kind of get you through that first initial couple weeks until your body um, gets used to the natural deodorant. Now, interesting. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. But once you start using it, like I've been using natural deodorant again. Now, yeah. Um, for quite a few years, and I don't I don't smell anymore. You know, and <laughs> glasses and things like that. And you might have to reapply it, but your body gets used to it and it is fine. There might be, you know, a couple brands that don't work as well as others, or maybe baking soda is a big natural ingredient that can cause a rash, but then you just have to sort of experiment with a different brand and kind of stuff like that. Um, but also the effectiveness, that's huge. So what I was saying is at some point I just stopped wearing makeup, right? Because yeah. you, you're looking for clean stuff, but then you also want it to work. You don't want to look. Yeah smeared paint on your face because <laughs> um, a big one is mascara and that's actually what sold me on beauty counter was the mascara because if you've ever tried to find a safe mascara they don't exist but beauty counter made one really um, they don't exist why is that is it just because it was like so hard for them to come up with like because it would just be like really watery or something like the other ones flakes off it's just the i guess the sticking ingredient and the ones that make them really luscious and yeah are the harmful ingredients and so and it's also the pigment in it is can be a harmful ingredient so cold tar um and so it's just really hard to make a safe mascara and if you talk to anyone that is using safe products they will tell you the same thing like it's interesting the hardest products to come by <laughs> um but yeah the effectiveness right and whether the skin regimes the skincare regimes are going to be effective and are they actually going to help you with your acne and things like that and so that's a hard one for people to get over and sometimes like your armpits need to detox your face may need to detox for a little bit just to get used to different ingredients because right. using cheaper fillers mm -hmm. in these products um, for so long. So, but the other, like a positive one of that is that a lot of the time clean products will last longer because they don't contain those cheap fillers that right. every three weeks you need to go buy a new bottle of face wash. Well, that doesn't happen as much when you're actually using clean products. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it kind of balances out. Cause I do know that one of the other differences that people seem to find, and even for myself that I found is that the cost associated to clean products. And we were talking about this in the beginning, like why is it so expensive? But it's like, 
you know, I do find that the cost does jump a little bit, just like how organic food is more expensive than, you know, heavy chemical laden food. Um, I feel like with, you know, especially with skincare, because that's what I invest a lot in is like skincare products and things like that. But I try to buy clean products and I found that like, you know, it's not going to the store and spending $10 on face cream. It's like $90. Like, and so there is like a quite a big jump, but I do also agree with you that the effectiveness and the, um, like it does seem to last a lot longer because you really just need like such a small amount because I find it spreads easily. It's not like really thick and heavy. It's just like so light and I don't know. <laughs> Am I on track with that? Like, is that sort of what you mean by like in terms of the price point as well? Definitely. Um, the price point. So a lot of people say, well, why is it so expensive? You know, like if it's all natural, shouldn't it be cheap? Yeah. And- because there, like testing has to happen, right? So I know for our company, we third-party test so many things to make sure the heavy metals are in check, to make sure our suppliers are actually telling the truth when they say they're clean, you know? Right. The science behind developing completely clean products that are effective, right? money, you know? Like, like the mascara. <laughs> like the mascara. And then the packaging is another thing because if you're already creating a clean product, you don't want to go throw it in something that is leaching chemicals back into the product, right? Yeah. So you create clean packaging and make sure that's all set up. So there's a reason that everything is a little bit more expensive. But like you said, it pays off in the end because one, it's possibly preventing diseases. And two, um, you're it's lasting longer for you, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now, do you see any downsides to using natural products that someone might not be aware of or that should they be cautioned about? Like, have you noticed any or have you heard any stories about anyone having any, like, negative effects or impacts with it? Um, I think we just have to be careful. Like, a lot of people like to create their own products, which is great, right? Especially like small businesses selling them at mom like farmer's markets or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to be careful because a lot of those people, a lot of people are against using a preservative, but you need a preservative. Otherwise your product's gonna go moldy. And so right. using it up within, you know, two weeks and keeping it in the fridge kind of thing. Yeah. Because, so, but you need that to stabilize it. And so, I think that's something to be cautious about when you're buying things that people are maybe making, you know, as a side business in their home or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that's a really good point. Also, the heavy metals. If you are looking at a smaller company that's making clean, yeah, heavy metals from in their powders and things from their suppliers, which they may not be aware of if they're not third-party testing, right? That's. But I mean, that's really digging deep into that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other thing, honestly, is the greenwashing. Like, so you think you're choosing safer products. Mm -hmm. And when you start to dig deeper into it and reading the ingredients and comparing on that database, they're not actually as clean as you thought they were. So that's, that's, well, no, that's just it. Like when I went to the um, environmental working group site and I was in the process of like buying diapers and wipes for my daughter and I was like, oh, like, you know, Pampers has this new pure product out. Like I'm going to check that one out. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it's like, it's positioned in a way it's marketed because they have a ton of marketing dollars. It's positioned in a way that it is so clean and you know, it's so good. And then I was like, 
no. <laughs> this is like, it's rating really, like it was rating in yellow on the scale and it was rating with like a lot of cautions and I was like, oh no, like for me, my baby, like when she was born and like even now, of course, like my daughter, like moving forward for the rest of her life, I want to care for her. But I mean, especially when they're like this little infant, it's like the last thing I wanted to do was put anything on her skin and be wiping her constantly with something that was just chemically laden, right? So it was like so important to me to pay attention to that. And I just, I was really disappointed, to be honest, when I, when I did the research and I realized just what it was actually containing, I was just like, man, like just, it's just their marketing dollars that are speaking to me. It's not like truth at all. It's the same thing. Like when you see, I remember, and this is totally off topic, but when I was going in, uh, I was at like Costco one day and I saw like cereal that was like being, it was like boxes of huge, like kids cereal, like the ones that are marketed to kids. And it was like a little like stamp on it that was like, mom and dad, don't worry. It's whole grains. But I was like, but it's still fruit loops. Like it's still like, it's, you might be whole grains, but you're still poured with sugar. Like it's just like sugar and whole grains now, instead of just like, you know, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. But like so many people would buy it. Cause they're like, Oh, someone's telling me it's good. Like, so it's like all of this, it's like the clean washing, I guess. Like it's the same sort of mentality, right? Like I guess that happens. I always see it in the food industry, but I've never noticed it as much in the beauty industry. So what is like, what are some of the signs that maybe somebody might see in another product that like, that might trigger them to be like, oh wait, that could just be like greenwashing. So the number one, because nobody is look, going shopping with a list of ingredients, like stay away from these, right? And compare. the 700s list <laughs> that you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it would take a long time to go through that. Yeah. And you don't want to memorize though. You got enough things to do in your life, right? So yeah. number one, the easiest thing to do to see if a company is actually being really transparent mm-hmm. is see if the words fragrance, perfume, or flavor is on the back of your product. So all three okay. of those are the same thing. So if that company isn't disclosing their fragrance. Okay, I'm writing these down because I'm like, oh, that's cool. So <laughs> yeah. Because perfume sounds fancy. Yeah. Um, or flavor they can also use. Um, under that word fragrance, or those other two words, there can contain up to 3,000 ingredients, including phthalates, parabens, anything because it is claimed to be a proprietary secret for that company of what makes the scent that's in that product. Okay. Even though it might say it's paraben free and it says fragrance on the back, there might be parabens in or phthalates in that fragrance. So like it's, it's about transparency, right? Yeah. That's so tricky of them. And so that's why one of the reasons the regulations need to be changed. That should be you see any of those three words stay away, essentially. Yeah, they'll usually one of them will exist, not all of them, but like they all mean the same thing. That's, yeah. So if you see any of those three words, then you know that it's probably containing something that you don't want. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Or at least that the company is not being completely transparent of what they're putting in their product. Interesting. So yeah, and then make that informed decision, right? Like that's just. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it and going, do I care with this product? Is it going to sit on my body all day? Or is it just a one-off that, you know, and you have to be, you have to make a choice. Like, yeah. So it's about progress, right? Not perfection. We're not, yeah. <laughs> we'll throw everything out and buy everything new. 
<laughs> that's like my mentality. As soon as I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never doing that. I'm like, just throw it all away. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to throw everything I own. Um, <laughs> I'm literally going to like, I just wrote those three words down because I'm like, I just bought a whole bunch of new uh, skincare products. I'm like, I have to go and see if they have them on there. And if they do, I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. Or write the company and say, I want to know what's in this. You know? Yeah. No, oh, that's a really good point too. You could just like ask them just be yeah. like, I need to know. Yeah, I was using a deodorant at one point and they actually changed their label from disclosing the ingredients to them just putting fragrance on it. Oh. Said, Why did you do that? And they said, well, because we were told we should. Well, what have you, they were also bought by a bigger company. Oh. So substituted, you know, what's. Yeah. What's now changed in your, in your, like, in your creation, in like this in your concoction to like now make you want to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So, so Christy, in terms of your opinion, what would you say would be the five products? Like for our listeners right now that are like, Oh my gosh, like I need to just do a complete overhaul, but I can't afford to do a complete overhaul, you know, cause it can be pricey to like just, especially if you're someone who's like invested a ton of money in like makeup and things like that, and you're really into those beauty products, like for you to just take all your Sephora stuff and throw it in the garbage and like, that's going to, that's going to like be heartbreaking for you and like probably like wallet breaking, you know? So for someone who's listening right now and they're like, all right, but I do need to like pay attention to something. Like I've got to make some changes because I feel like there's, you know, probably something going on. What would be the five products that you would recommend that people just like, if you're going to change anything, if you want to swap it, like that you must do in order to just kind of have a bit more balance. Okay. So I would say if you have kids, start there. Yeah. Good point. Their body wash, their hand soap, because their bodies are smaller, which yeah. the dose of those is higher, right? Yeah. So they would be, that's my first concern, right? Like let's get mm -hmm. your products clean and you know, that's a great start, right? Cause they're so little. Yeah. The second one I would say would be your toothpaste and your floss. And the reason for that is because your mouth is a mucous membrane. Mm -hmm. They are like absorbed much faster in your mouth than they are on your skin, right? Mm -hmm. And triclosan is an ingredient that was banned out of hand wash um, a couple years ago because it can it's an endocrine disruptor, but it was also found to be ineffective. It's still contained in a lot of toothpaste. Um, there was a study that just came out about floss. There's couple of plant, uh, brands of floss contain Teflon to help it glide better. Oh, wow. The chemical that's in Teflon, I think it's called the PFAS. I can't pronounce the full word, but that's okay. <laughs> also an endocrine disruptor. So an endocrine disruptor is something that messes with your hormones, right? Endocrine right. hormones. And so if you're putting those in your mouth and they're sitting in there, and they're being absorbed into your body just that much faster, you know, that's to me a really big one. Um, those two, so for women, feminine hygiene, another mucous mem membrane, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's a whole bunch of products that are coming out right now, whether it be the cups, organic tampons and pads, um, the new underwears that are coming out, 
they're all over my Facebook and Instagram. I don't know about you guys, but these things are just keep the ads are just coming. <laughs> I've seen I've seen quite a few of them now for sure. And I you know, I actually looked at like the organic tampons, but I was like are they actually organic? Are they going to, you know what I mean? Like that's my fear again is just like that whole, like the greenwashing stuff. I'm like, is it true or is it just, I'm just buying. Is there a certain company that you recommend in terms of that? I know that that's like asking a very personal question, but I'm like, I just, I don't even know where to begin on that. Cause from a research standpoint, that, that to me is so important. Um, the diva cup for me just doesn't work. Like the cups just, they just don't work for me. I just, I'm not comfortable with them. Like, it's just not my thing. And that's cool. Right. Like it's, everyone has their own opinion and their own feelings around it, but I, yeah. What's that? That using the cups is a hard thing to get your mind wrapped around, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, it's just not for me and that's cool, but it's like, but I do want to switch to organic tampons, but I'm like, I don't know what product, like what one is actually good. Cause that's, that's again, my fear is like, you're going to just buy a product and it's just going to be, it's just like a, a false, <laughs> a false hope. <laughs> yeah. I've actually gone back to the diva cup. After yeah. My kids. Um, but that's a hard one to go with. I think I'm not sure, but I do know seventh generation. Now they do cleaning products. I have a feeling they do feminine products as well. Mm. And they're something called a B corporation as are we. And so people planet profits, they put those first. And so they would be someone that I would trust cool. if they, Yeah. Okay. I'll check it. I'll look into it. And I'm sure that anyone listening is probably going to be thinking that that's super helpful too. <laughs> Besides just me being like from a personal standpoint. <laughs> um, okay. And then what are the other two products that you would say would be like a must swap? Um, so we talked a lot about deodorant. I think that's important. You're putting it on every single day. You're wearing it all day long. You're mm-hmm. sweating, you know, like, yeah, that's one. And then the last one would be, I'm going to group these together because, but sunscreen, body lotion, face lotion. So really anything that you are putting on your body that's sitting on it all day long, as opposed to like a shampoo that you wash out of your hair, right? Right. Um, Sunscreen is so important because they're finding now that it's actually having the chemical sunscreens are having a reaction with the coral reefs. So I don't know if you're actually aware that Hawaii has passed a bill to ban certain sunscreens containing oxybenzone, avobenzone. So pretty much anything you go to a drugstore, all those sunscreens. Yeah. Hawaii is just saying you're out because they're wow. bleaching, adding to the bleaching of the coral reefs. Oh, wow. So, I mean, yeah. And so if those... Good for Hawaii. That's amazing that they're just taking such a strong stance. Like, it's so important, but it's just sometimes doesn't happen, right? Well, exactly. People just, oh, it'll be fine, you know. But, but I mean, if those chemicals are having that effect in a big body of water, what are those chemicals doing to us when we slather them on our skin, you know? Yeah. Like, so, it, yeah, mineral sunscreens are where it's at. Like, they're going to be more pricey, but what's, you know, what's the payoff of it? So yeah. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting that you say that like that, you know, it's going to be more pricey if it was in half. I've had a conversation when my daughter was born, again, about products, because I was investing, I was asking a friend of mine, you know, oh, do you buy these products and this and that? And she's like, no, they're too expensive. And, you know, and I, and I get that. Like, I do, I do understand that there's, you know, people have budgets, and I totally understand. I have a budget too. But it's, in my mind, it was like, it's worth, it's worth the investment for the long term. Like, even if I do find, yes, it's going to cost me three times the amount for this type of sunscreen versus regular sunscreen in the big picture of things, am I preventing possible diseases that would then cost so much more for the world, for the, you know, for our um, government, like in terms of like our healthcare, and then also just in terms of like our family. So it's like, and for my daughter's life. (laughs) So it's like, I think about those things and I think, you know, like for me, it's like, it's really no question, but like, I do understand, like I said, like for anyone listening, I do get it. Like there is, you know, there are budget constraints, but maybe it's just looking at, okay, if you're, if you are going to invest in the sunscreen that costs maybe a little bit more, maybe then look at different things that you can cut back on to just kind of balance it out. Exactly. Yeah. We're making choices every day, right? And so maybe you can't afford a clean shampoo, but you can by saving on that, you can afford the clean sunscreen or better toothpaste or do you know what I mean? Like there's a give and take. You you can't be perfect in everything. You're not going to be perfect in everything. It's not going to happen. So you do the best you can and you make those conscious choices. So maybe that's not buying your Starbucks latte twice a week and it is going towards your sunscreen. I don't awesome. know, you know, or yeah, no, it's definitely something. It's definitely food for thought. I thank you so much for this. I mean, I have like a million questions for you personally, but I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I want to know about this. You know about this product? Like I've got this whole list in my brain now. I'm like, I need to ask you about all these things. And I also need to buy all the products from you. So for anyone who's listening right now though, can you please tell, tell them as well? Like if they are interested in learning more about the products that you're speaking about, the clean products, um, or sorry, the not clean, you use the word is it clean it is clean yes okay it is clean i was like wait did i use the wrong word now to describe your products um can you please let our listeners know how they can get more information about the products that um beauty counter has and how they can get in touch with you if they do have any more questions if they are like you know what hey christy like i want to know your opinion on this or you know do you have a recommendation for this like how can they get in touch with you because i do think that this is like a massively important topic yeah of course so i work with a company um called beauty counter mm-hmm. and i'm a an consultant and so i have my own website on the beauty counter site um you can go to beautycounter.com we have a ton of information on there we have something called a never list which you can actually print out which is the top unsafe ingredients to watch out for so if you just want i've been mentioning some during this yeah if you want a little sheet with that you can either contact a consultant you can contact me you can go to the beauty counter site you can learn about our advocacy on there as well and what awesome. we're doing to the laws in canada and the states um and if you want to talk to me about it personally um i do i spend most of my time on instagram right now i'm awesome. in developing my website but it's yeah coming. so That's perfect I, yeah the collective life and collective with a K um, on Instagram. 
So collective life. Perfect. So guys, anyone listening who wants to reach out to Christy, um, her link for her Instagram, so you can DM her or whatever, will also and follow her. Um, that'll be in the blog post too. So if you didn't hear it, so it's at the collective life, but then also um, check out the blog post for the link. That's where we'll also share that other link to that crazy article that you were talking about in the beginning. And we'll share the link to your um, independent consultant page so that if anyone is interested in learning more about the products that you offer, that they can check it out there too. And I can say honestly that, I mean, before this interview, I had asked you to send me some products um, because I had never tried beauty counter products. And guys, I just so everybody knows, I'm very authentic. I'm very honest. I like to try anything before I actually talk about it because if I don't believe in something, I don't talk about it and I will not advocate for it in any way. Um, and you know, you sent me a couple of the product samples and I loved it. Like it was just like all of the products were so lovely. No. And that's why I said, I'm like, I have to talk to you now because there's a few things I need to buy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's, and that's not me trying to sell your stuff. That's just me being really honest guys. Like it's just, that's, you know, it is something that's so important to me. And I'm like, man, like those top fives that you just give, gave out, I'm like, four out of those five, I don't pay attention to. So I'm like, I need to fix all four of those right now. So um, anyone listening, thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that this helped educate you and just give you an idea of what's really happening out in this world and understanding how the regulations work. Cause I didn't even understand that. And knowing that is really scary, but interesting and empowering in some ways because now that I do know you have those informed decisions to make so Christy thank you so much for your time thank you for sharing and everyone thank you so much for listening and of course if you want to check out more information about us and also to read this blog post and get the links check out fitchicksacademy.com all right have a great day everyone thank you Christy thank you okay, bye Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.